oftentimes we are so connected to what's injurious that we forget to see what is victorious there comes a moment when God will talk to a people and he'll say Moses my servant is dead why are you still grieving so God is not insensitive to the human experience. He'll give us a moment, prophet, to be human because he created us so he understands our makeup, our composition. But there will come a season where he says, now I've shifted and I have moved and your grief is illegal because what you are hanging on to is now stagnating my purpose for you. So he'll say, dry your eyes. It is a finished work. Moses is dead. That relationship is dead. Come on, God is breaking up the fantasy in our mind and the soul tie to things that God has allowed to die. You can't have a soul tie to something that's already buried. You better put that soul tie in the ground. Get that hook out of your being and say, I'm living for God, I'm living for purpose, I'm living on an assignment, I've got a mission, I'm anointed, I'm empowered, I'm authorized, I'm deputized, and I don't have time to live in a dead moment or in a buried reality. It's time to walk in the power of God that he's released into your being. Break the tie. Open your mouth right there, break it. I'm breaking you out of the soul tie with what stinks and decays and has died and should have been buried. I put it in the church. I put it in the ground. We cement the grave. You're not returning to what has died. God has commanded you to live. He's commanded you to live. He has commanded, I feel it pushing. He's commanded you to live to live in purpose to live on purpose to live in fulfillment to live in divine health to live in his prosperity to live in his divine order come on break it you better break the tie break the tie to your past break the tie to the memory Break the tie to the longing and the desire. Break the tie to what the devil's trying to use to destroy you. Break the tie with what has passed. Break it. Come on. Surrender that part of your soul. Surrender that part of your heart. Surrender that part of your being. Father, purify us. Come on, open your mouth. Purify us from what has decayed. Purify us from what has died that we're still holding on to. Purify us. Break the soul tie. Come on, I hear it. I hear it. He's got to adjust our mind. He's got to adjust what we believe about it. Come on, take the opportunity now. Divorce it in your mind. It couldn't have been any different. It was supposed to happen that way. You've got to let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Be free. 
Come on, Father, work in the mind. Work in the mind. Work in the mind of your people. Work in our belief system. Work in our mind. Work in our thoughts. Work in our feelings. Work in our emotions. Father, let your fire consume us so that we can be distinct, so that we can be sanctified, so that we can be separated and holy. No mixture. No dilution. Father, do a work. I hear the Holy Ghost tonight, y'all. Do a work in us. Listen. access to lament over a bastard moment if the time is past let it pass if a thing has come to pass let it pass we prophesy all the time it shall come to pass it shall come to pass it shall come to pass but then when past shows up we got an issue with a thing coming to pass. The Holy Spirit, in the midst of this worship, began to speak to me tonight. And it was a humbling. You ever, you ever hear God talk to you in such a way that it just grips you and it just humbles you and you're looking at, at God like, God, are you serious? You really... You're really putting that on me. You're putting that in me. You're really calling us to that. Anybody hear God talk in a dimension that you're looking at? Lord, I'm just clay. What are you? I'm just dust. I'm just dust. And is the sovereign God going to tabernacle with men? With mere mortals and anoint us with your glory? Are you talking to us about your glory? Are y'all hearing this? A realm, Pastor Isaiah, that we can't even fully fathom because our brains are not wired to understand it. We can only sense it. See, we still have, we still, when the anointing comes in, we still have high church. We still dance and run. But if you look in the scripture, when God showed up, they fell as dead men. Not only when God showed up, when his angels showed up, they would fall down. The breath would leave their being. That's glory. That he kills you and resurrects you in a moment just so that you can have a visitation. That he's got to resurrect you to talk to you. sovereign God and you're talking to us about an assignment you're talking to us about a generation you're talking about a sound that's in this little brick and mortar building that you said you're going to send to the nations of the world to bring change and transform you talking about 
I said we're so insignificant. We're so prone to mistakes. I said, look, look around at us. I said, look at our proclivities. Look at all the things that we could do to mess up. Do you know what the sovereign God said to me when I said that to him? He said, my grace is sufficient. See, that don't mean nothing to y'all that ain't got nothing on you. But if you ever felt crushed by the weight of a call and felt inadequate and like you were unable to bear up under the weight of the responsibility to hear the creator say, my grace. I said to him sitting in that chair, if your grace is sufficient, then we will obey. I said, we will obey. We will obey. He said to me, stop mourning over what you've lost and pay attention. Pay attention. This is the, the way he talks to me. Pay attention to what you have gained. And I'm thinking, God, what does that mean? I'm still adjusting my soul, not over personalities that have left our church, but it's just, it's when you think more of a relationship than other people think of it. We've all been there. Y'all dated people like that. You think more of it and you just, you just, sometimes you're bewildered. You're like, but why you do that to me? I'm a good person. I've been good to you. You know, you go through that. So in the midst of the adjustment, he says, stop lamenting. And look at what you've gained. I said, okay, so I'm, I'm literally, this is, I'm going through it. I said, oh yeah, we did have a, another church in Hartford join Ecclesia Global this week, huh? He said, huh? I said, you're right. Then he said, the last prophet Miller who joined a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, I begin to rehearse the messages that he sent me this week, and they're signing a lease on a property. They've already been doing citywide evangelism, feeding families, and they're signing the lease. He sent me all the pictures of the building. I said, aha, that's two church bodies this week. And then I had another flash, and then the church in La República Dominicana signed his Ecclesia Global Covenant Partner Packet this week. This man got Ecclesia Global on everything. Every text message, every flyer from his church. I'm like, Lord, help. Slow down, Pastor. We don't know you. Got our name everywhere. It's on everything. It's on the WhatsApp. It's on the Facebook profile. He posted it. Ecclesia Global, Ecclesia Global, Ecclesia Global. He said, you cannot be dismayed by people who never saw your value and dismiss the ones who've been waiting for you to show up. There are people who have been waiting for your arrival. They've been praying for years. God sent somebody with a word that's going to shake me to the core. Y'all not going to help me. Send somebody with an anointing that can bring transformation to my city and region. Send me a father or a prophet or an apostle that has a word from the Lord in their mouth for me. Now watch it. Hold on. Watch, 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 watch. Because anybody joining a network now 
they've already seen all the who's who. They've already seen all the famous people. They've already seen the people with 700,000 people on social media following them. And they looked over them and said, you are the one that has the word for our destiny. See, listen, y'all, listen, listen, because people are not going to like you when you shift out of the mold of the you that they only tolerated. They're not going to like, they're not going to like your evolution. So let me prepare you right now, Charlene and everybody else under the sound of my voice. If you can't deal with rejection and haters, stay exactly where you are. Because when you go to your next level, they're going to find stuff to say about you. They're going to look for stuff to pin to your name. If you can't handle it, just stay in the dimension you're in. But your next level might cost you a couple of relationships because they're not going to like the you that they can't manipulate. They're not going to like the you that they can't rape over the coals. They're not going to like the you that's not at their beck and call, that's expending all of your life for them and they don't even value who you are. of a yes to the Lord. This network has gained another nation. So this is now our fourth nation outside of the United States that little old me covers as an apostle. Little me. Little New Haven reject. Y'all know, they say, can anything good come out of New Haven? Y'all talking about Nazareth. They, they say that about New Haven. Four nations. And we're just getting started. Two more churches, well, three, including the Dominican Republic, and we're just getting started. So do I allow, listen, what was intended to be destructive with people who did not value me or my voice or my anointing or what I bring or who I'm called to be in the kingdom, do I allow that to change the infrastructure of my soul and my psyche? and how I relate to people and how I do ministry? Or do I look at the masses of people that are waiting for me to show up with a word from the mouth of God? I think it's time to shift the paradigm. I think in your life, it's time to shift the paradigm. I think too many of us are grieving when we ought to be celebrating. Too many of us are lamenting when we ought to be rejoicing. Because what God has added is greater than anything that has been lost. You just got to deal with the soul tie of what has been and be willing to embrace what is about to become. Welcome to your new season. Open your mouth, give God praise. Welcome to your new season. Welcome to your new season. 
because as soon as you change your mind about it everything else can change as soon as you change what you think about it what you believe about it be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind as soon as your mind believes something different your season will change everything will shift come on open your mouth and praise him welcome to your next level Take your seats. Take your seats real quick. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you the end of it first. And we're going to praise him. And then I'll back up and tell you why we praise him. But I'm going to give you the end. And the the topic is real simple. The topic is real simple. We don't have to praise him. The topic is real simple. It's praise him, colon, because your enemies are defeated. Let me give you the end of the matter first. Here we are in 2 Chronicles. I heard this in my spirit. I heard it. I heard it. I heard him talking about it. Second Chronicles, the 20th chapter. Now we're about to pray. This is an interactive sermon tonight. Huh? I need help. You know how I say I can't get help? Well, I need help. Tell your neighbor, say, this is interactive. And if you do it right, we can be out of here in 10 minutes. Somebody start the clock. I'm reading from the Amplified tonight because I came here without my Bible and without my iPad and without my notes, but I came with a word. I heard it. I heard it. Scripture says this, and the fear of God came upon all the kingdoms. Y'all know how we were dealing with Psalms 2 and why do the nations rage and the rulers of the earth take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed? The other part says, and the people plot a vain thing. We were dealing with territorial warfare against the Christ. Watch this. Scripture says, and the fear of God came upon all the kingdoms. Somebody say all the kingdoms. Of those countries when they heard, watch this. Now, I want you, listen, listen. I'm going to need you to praise him when I read this. Okay? And I don't need you to wait for any external stimuli. I need you to have a spiritual conviction that it is so. Are y'all listening? Because this is what I heard him say. Watch this. It says, I'm going to start again. It says, in the fear of God, the dread, the woeful reverence of God came upon the, the kingdoms, all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. I need you to praise him right now. Because he's fighting against all of your enemies. Come on, just open your mouth. This is the end. Pretend I gave you three points and a hoop and a close. This is the conclusion of the matter that the sovereign God is fighting against all of your enemies. Open your mouth and praise him. 
gonna open your mouth it doesn't matter who or what the enemy is if it positioned himself against you the sovereign God the one who redeemed Israel has sent a word tonight and he said I'm fighting come on open your mouth I'm telling you I need a praiser I need a praiser that's been in a short enough battle I need a praiser that's been in the fight of your life I need a praiser that doesn't know how you gonna make it out of it that can't see the end of the tunnel I need you to praise him because he sent his word that he's fighting Take your seats. I'm done. Let me give you the rest of it. Sit down. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Whatever's trying to undo you, it's already undone. Whatever's warring against your mind, I said the Lord is fighting on your behalf. Whatever resistance, whatever trouble on the job, whatever issue in your economy, I'm telling you, he's fighting on your behalf. Trying to sit on your promotion, trying to stir up stuff amongst management. I'm interjecting to you that the sovereign God has promised you a breakthrough just go ahead and praise it hold on take your seats now let me give you the rest of it real quick sit down now chapter 20 verse 1 watch this says after this now this is before we got to the conclusion it says after this the Moabites the Ammonites and with them were the Munites. They came against Jehoshaphat and charged him to come to the battle. So it means that in the middle of doing what God called you to do, fulfilling your purpose, working the assignment, purity of purpose, doing the function, you got some ites that are going to show up. The Moabites, watch this, were ancestrally related to Israel. So this is family. This is close. But they spiritually worshipped another god. These were they that opposed Israel entering into the promised land of Canaan. So the Moabites are the people in your life. Now watch, because these are all the people that the sovereign is coming after. These are all the people that are connected to you. Some of them by blood who ought to be glad that your promise is about to show up. But when you get close enough to the promise, these are the enemies that stand in the way of you entering into the promise. All of a sudden, they change their opinion about you. Y'all not going to help me here. Somebody shout Moab. The Ammonites are also closely related but they 
their issue was they resisted the resurgence and the revival of Jewish power. These are the people that are in your life that like you as long as you don't have too much mouth. They like you until you speak up for yourself. They like you until you decide to be righteous and say, I'm not going to do that no more. I know we used to smoke and drink, but I've changed. These are the people that drag your name through the mud when you start making advancement in your life. Here's another act, the Munites. These people lived near the Egyptian border, but even though they lived on Egypt's side, they paid taxes to the king of Judah. So these are people that are close to your praise, but they're still connected to where you have been. So they straddle the fence and they don't want you to fully enter in because they're still connected to what has been. Now watch it. Let me give you this. Verse 17. And we going home. He says, you shall not fight in this battle. Moab. They don't want you to see the promise. Ammon. They don't want you to come into your power. The Munites are too connected to Egypt in the past. But here's what the sovereign said. You don't have to fight in this battle. Take your position and stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, fear not, fear not, fear not, nor be dismayed for tomorrow. I'm talking about 24 hours tomorrow. Y'all help me preach it. Open your mouth and shout tomorrow. That means I got a 911 breakthrough about to happen in my life. So I don't shake it Rebecca. This version of me you see today, you're not going to see no more. Because in 24 hours, there's a new me that's all going to arise with power, with dominion, with authority, and in victory. Scripture said, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Verse 20, and they rose early in the morning, and they went out into the wilderness up to Koa and as they went out Jehoshaphat come here Pastor Isaiah the chief worshiper stood and said hear me O Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established believe and remain steadfast to his prophets and you shall prosper And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers. Appoint some singers. Come on. Flow. We in prophetic demonstration. Appoint and position him. Tell them where to stand. Show them their assignment. Put them strategically in order. Put them in place according to rank. According to, there's an anointing.
He appointed singers to sing to the Lord and to praise him with their holy priestly garments. And as they went out before the army, see, you better learn how to fight in this level of spiritual warfare. Don't you pick up no rock and no stone. You better pick up a praise. I don't care what news you get on the phone. Don't cuss nobody out in this season. This is the season to bridle your tongue but open your heart and to give God. Y'all not going to help me preach. Wait. And as they went out before the army saying, give thanks to the Lord. Huh? For his mercy and loving kindness endure somebody shout forever somebody shout forever somebody shout forever Sunday's notes I'm predestined I'm called I'm justified I'm glorified so his mercy enduring forever has a different level of economy y'all not gonna help me because I'm already declared just it means whenever I need mercy y'all not gonna help me preach the mercy is already there because it endured forever we can come to the throne of grace boldly y'all not gonna help me lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubt and it says I'm done. And when they began to sing and to praise, people will talk junk about this church, Deacon Daniel Hunt, because they say they praise too much. People will talk junk about this church because they'll say they sing too much. And they have some services, Dewberry, where the pastor with his sorry self don't even preach. All they do over there at Ecclesia Global is run around and praise. But if I'm reading this in the right language, and if my eyes are not deceiving me, and if the word of God is still the man Christ Jesus written on paper, the scripture says, and when they begin to sing and to praise, that the Lord set ambushments, am I in the text, against the men of Ammon. You don't want me to rise to power. Against Moab, those that are opposed to me entering into the promised land. And against the Munites, they're the ones that are still connected to the past. It says the Lord sent ambushments and they begin to slaughter themselves. I need you to praise him. I'm finished. Open your mouth and give God a ridiculous shout. Y'all not praising. Because while you're praising, he's setting you up for new victory. While you're praising, he's dealing a death blow to the plan of your enemy. While you're praising, the Lord is fighting your battle. Open your mouth. 
I need praisers. I need praisers. This is how we fight our battles. We praise him who's fighting for us. You got to go home. Got to let you go home. Come take this Bible. The next time you feel overwhelmed by a circumstance, I dare you to sing loud and praise like you don't have no sense. The more they talk about you, the greater your praise ought to be. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth. I need a praise. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth. Let's have the benediction. Next time they call you with some junk, just go to praising them. Next time they try to resist your rise to power, just go to praising them. Next time people from your past or connected to your past creep up, just go to praising them. I feel a praise in here tonight. I wish you would open your mouth. I feel something pushing. Fight on the behalf of the praisers tonight. God, I feel your strength in here. Your power's in here to deliver. See, some of you thought you were never going to come out of that ensnarement, but just praise him. Prophet, that's all we're going to do from now on. we just going to praise him. Y'all hear me? They're going to call us crazy, but we're going to praise him. Next time somebody try to roll up on us, we just going to praise him. Because what the enemy doesn't know is that in the midst of the praise, the sovereign is not just sitting there looking cute, but he put on his clothes of war. He puts on his own armor and he picks up his weapon and he goes to fighting on behalf of the praisers. One more time, open your mouth. I need a praiser. <laughs>